This is Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities. Taking a look at the wheat markets for Monday, January 22nd. Well, wheat markets last week and all the grain markets really were lower for the first part of the week. Then on Thursday, we put in a new low for the move and then reversed up. Friday, we had some nice follow through on that reversal up. Now over the night session coming into today, it's fairly quiet. Wheat is down about four, so we're not getting much follow through on that confirmation of the reversal. But we're hanging in there, so we'll see. Um, the longer term trend has been down, so the momentum is down, but we are bouncing out of a support zone for wheat. So we'll see if we can hold it. Corn and beans both have just been leaking lower almost every day, but they too put in a low on Thursday. Corn had a nice reversal along with wheat. Not getting a lot of follow through from that. So the, the longer term trend of course is still down. For the week, Kansas City wheat was down seven, Minneapolis down four, Chicago was down three, corn down one, soybeans down nine. So we're looking at uh, markets that are, you know, trying to stabilize a little bit here. Hedge funds have been aggressively short. They continue to add to that position according to the commitment of traders report, and that's at least through Tuesday. Weather, of course, has been a big driver here, especially for soybeans in South America, where Brazil started out its season very dry and wicked hot. But it has, over the last month, seen a turn in the weather patterns. They've had much better rain in the central and northern parts of the country. The southern parts had received way too much rain to begin with, and that did hurt the quality of their wheat crop. But it, too, looks all right, at least at this point. Argentina, up until about two weeks ago has has had ideal weather for its growing season, but it's run into a dry stretch over the last couple weeks. The next two weeks, according to the forecast, are also supposed to be dry, and the temperatures are starting to warm up a bit there. So perhaps we're going to see some crop stress. I think that, you know, given the moisture profile that it had coming into this dry stretch, the crop should be okay, at least for the near term. If it stays dry beyond these next couple weeks, then I think the market would start to be concerned. But you're already starting to see a harvest in the northern part of Brazil uh, for soybeans. They're about 6% harvested. Yields are way less than normal, but that's not a big surprise. I think that that will become a bigger deal to the market as it gets down into those central and northern regions where you had so much stress and did these late rains kind of save the crop? Just what kind of yields are you going to get? Uh, the, rate, the, the private estimates are ranging pretty wide, in fact. They're anywhere from 135 to 157 million tons for total soybean production out of Brazil this year. USDA is at the very high end of that at 157. So I think we've already seen our, our high production estimate now it's just a matter of getting the combines into those key areas that were so dry at the beginning part of the season. Looking at some other news, uh, the China Chinese customs data for December showed that their soybean imports from Brazil were at 4.98 million tons, and from the U.S. a little bit lower than that at 3.85 million tons. For the calendar year of last year, they imported a total of 99.4 million tons of soybeans. Brazil captured 70 million of that. The U.S. was only 24 million. So Brazil's record crop last year and low prices secured some pretty hefty demand from China. 
Uh, a couple other things. Uh, the Phillips 66 Corporation has met the California environmental regulations, and it looks like they're set to open their biodiesel plant that will produce 50,000 barrels per day. Big chunk of biodiesel about to be produced. And of course, that's going to come from primarily soybean oil demand. Now, they're petitioning to be able to import Argentine soy oil, but that would have some tariffs with it. But nevertheless, this is going to be a huge demand boost for the soy complex in general. We've got world fob offers last week for wheat out of the U.S. Gulf. Soft red winter wheat was quoted at $256 a ton. That's up two from the previous week. Hard red at 280 was down three. Ukraine was up five at 215. Russia down two at 240. Romania down 17 at 230. France down three at 241. Argentina down five at 235. Corn uh, fob offers out of the Gulf at $200 even. That was unchanged on the week. The PNW was also unchanged at 220. Ukraine was down five at 180. Argentina down 10 at 205. Brazil was unchanged at 220. In soybeans at the Gulf, we were up five at 475. Argentina was unchanged at 445. Brazil was down five at 435. So prices uh, kind of all over the map when it comes to wheat. We did see last week that Egypt bought another 360,000 tons of wheat, paid 260 fob across the board, and that was down five from the previous week. So they're on a buying spree, as are a few other countries. Algeria bought 900,000. Jordan was in. So we're seeing world demand really step up here, which is not unusual. After the first of the year, you do tend to see kind of a surge in buying demand. Trying to get uh, the first quarter sales completed, that would take them to the new crop harvest. So this is typically when you see a pretty good bump in demand. The U.S. capturing pretty respectable share of that. Our export sales are well above expectations at 708,000 tons. So we are definitely picking up the pace here when it comes to exports. We'd have to string a few weeks of those together for the market to really be uh, convinced that we're going to see better than expected exports. But from a technical standpoint, we did get that nice reversal up. We got some follow through to confirm it. We uh, you know, wouldn't surprise me to see the market pull back a little bit here, but you don't want to see it get back down to Thursday's lows. Otherwise, you're just still stuck in this downtrend. So we'll see where we go, but I think uh, at least for the short term, the market should find some pretty decent buying support here. If you have any questions, feel free to call at 1-800-888-9843. This is Ben Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities.